All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Earl and I are pretending that I just not have a technical issue that made me restart this. But it's okay. It's it's Monday. It's Monday, man. It's and all it's, it's Monday. We're 10 minutes in. And then I had my computer decided to die. So this requires me to do a refill of uh, shout out to Tint Cellars. Uh, they're a winery here local. We go to their tasting room in Georgetown all the time. Uh, this is the uh, Cap Franc. Shout out to them. All right. Uh, before we get started, everyone, want to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcasting app. I'm on all of them. I'm now also on YouTube, so you can see uh, my lovely face. Uh, my boy Kelly said, the microphone was in your way and you couldn't see your face. And I said, yeah, I know. That was part like, of the plan. I didn't want to show my face. Are you shy? I have a fat face. I look. That's why I'm wearing all black because I just sort of blend in. Makes it. Oh man. That way I just don't look like a big blob, a big Mexican blob. (laughs) So uh, check me out on your favorite podcasting app, and then check me out on YouTube, Uh, and then don't forget to check out our sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos. They are in Wallingford and on Capitol Hill. Uh, Get yourself some food, enjoy their patio, or go across the street, chill out. Chill out. Do people stay chill out? Uh, I think that's, uh, that's kind of dated. We got to talk about how much of a square I am. Yeah, I think that's kind of dated, Carlos. A little man. bit. I'm a little chill out. I'm, I'm a big nerd. <laughs> 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 Go and relax uh-huh. at Cal Anderson with some burritos or uh, nachos or tacos. Yeah, relax is timeless. You can relax. Yeah, relax is timeless. Oh, chill out. I like chill. You know what? I'm going to start saying chill out again. <laughs> Sure. It's I'm a retro. Start, that's retro, right. man. That's hey. me, man. Shoes yeah. are retro. I go against. Hey, listen. I up. go against the grain. Uh, and then our other sponsor, uh, Soulmates. They are at 1422 Harvard Ave. If you need, if you want a pair of sneakers that are hard to find, they'll Fact. probably have it there. There Fact. are over 700 pair on the wall right now. Probably, I mean, I will definitely say Seattle's largest selection of hype shoes. For sure. Um. You know, there are a few other resale shops in the area, but not with as many shoes as Soulmates has. So whether you're looking for a pair of off-white Jordan 1 Chicago's, we have two of them. Two. And we have two of the UNC colorway. And we have two of the European release. The the white ones, yeah. The white ones. Go and check them out. If you're looking for a pair of good old classic everyday use Air Force 1s in white, and the ever popular black. <laughs> sold two of them today. You sold two black ones? Yeah. Oh, it's about to be his Guy came in wearing black Watched Air the Force ones. <laughs> and, and, then, and then bought himself another crisp new pair of black Air Interesting. Force ones. <clears throat> so go and check them out at soulmatesseattle.com. Well, I brought my boy hey, Real back on. Let's go. Um, we're going to talk about what he's been up to and he's going to, you know what, before we get started, give us the 90 second recap. Uh, seems like the recaps are getting longer when yeah, we start no, over. Man. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, man, hey, Jarrell Patterson, man, aka Rich, aka Real. I'm CEO of Rich Millionaire, as well as CEO of uh, Rich Bag Members, uh, serial entrepreneur. I um, also have a meat distribution company, Olive Aura. Um you know, I'm in the promotions, I'm in the music, I'm in entertainment, I'm in the fashion. But like I say, serial entrepreneur, man, I'm a brand ambassador for a few brands. Uh, Soulmates being one of them. Uh, bag being a bag being another one, and members only being another one. Where I'm 
the official brand ambassador. <laughs> you know, so we need to have those guys on too. No, for sure. No, I gotta get the whole team on. Like, here, have man. you guys have you guys done anything so, as a collective? So we're going. Uh, speaking of that, yeah, we got an in- interview on the thirty first. Okay. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go on. Um, uh, is Black Media? I believe it's called the Truth Proof. The Truth with Proof or the Proof of Truth podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be on there as a collective, man. You know, it's the first time that we all did an interview all together. We all kind of did like separate interviews. This one, the first, nice. first time the dream team's coming all together. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, well, when you let us know, well, I mean, let it send me that information and I'll make sure to put that into the show notes. Got you, my guy. Appreciate work. you. Um, you know, as we're getting settled here, we were talking a little bit about um, Jason. Yeah. Listen. I literally just watched the like the last Jason. I don't. I think it was probably old nine. I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, and so I did not know that Jason's mom had got beheaded, and that's why this guy haunts Crystal Lake. I thought the whole time my man just drowned, and no. he was pissed off at the lifeguards, and decided to just kill everybody coming at Crystal Lake. No, so the very first night, uh, Friday, Friday the thirteenth. I'm here for you. It's in. It was made in seventy eight. 77 or 78. I was still floating in the uh, sperm pool. (laughs) God hadn't sent you down yet. No, I haven't got my number yet. He hadn't. He hadn't. No, I didn't get my number yet. Get sent down. So that, I mean, that was uh, Kevin Bacon's first movie. Kevin Bacon from from Footloose, from Invisible Man, Invisible Man, from uh, X-Men. He's he's been in a whole ton of movies from Tremors. Wait, 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 wait. Who was he in X Men? Yeah, he was uh, in one of the later ones, like one of these, like X Men Generations or okay. one of those. Yeah. yeah, that was his first movie. He got killed. He was <laughs> ha- he had just gotten done satisfying a woman, mm-hmm. and there were he was on a hammock, and then a hand came and grabbed his forehead, and then he stuck an arrow through his throat, mm. and it came out and it gurgled, and mm. that, so that's how that's how he died. Interesting. Uh, but no, in that movie, Jason was not the killer. Jason, you don't even see Jason. I don't even think the studio knew that there was, well, they might have. But it wasn't really set that there was going to be a whole series with Jason as the killer. It was uh, Betsy Palmer was the actress who played um, Jason's mom. And Jason had drowned. He was a little kid, drowned at Crystal Lake. And yeah. his mom blamed the camp counselors for his death because they were too busy banging yeah yeah there's a lot of that going on at crystal lake yeah so i think crystal lake the campgrounds are just <laughs> you have to not bang they're and haunted <laughs> by you know sexual deviancy <laughs> yeah, you go to crystal lake man and your, your yeah. sexual if, demons if are you exercised go, you need to um Practice. have that chastity belt on yeah <laughs> yeah don't uh yeah, keep your pants on and you'll you'll be okay. You might live a little longer. You might live longer. Yeah. I don't know if you'll live, but you're gonna live a little longer. <laughs> so the final girl in the very first Jace in the very first Friday the thirteenth, she lived and she cut the head off. So there's this really slow motion shot of her swinging a machete. And then you just see Jason's mom's head jump off. Okay, see that's see, that's where I just learned in the last one. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. So apparently I've never seen the first one. Right. You know, so, but I seen that one in the new one. I was like, wait, Jason's mom got beheaded, and this is why this guy went crazy? Yeah. So then it made sense, his ventriol tours. That's why. You know, the whole time I really thought it was because he drowned, and he just blamed everybody. And then probably he drowned, he, probably he was a virgin, so then, you know, they make 
He didn't make no. Uh, Man, they've taken this story everywhere. Jason <laughs> uh, was reanimated by lightning. Then yeah. he went to hell. And yeah. then he went to space, and then he went to Manhattan. Yeah, that's, there's the one. You know what, man? <laughs> I used to think Jason was badass until <laughs> Manhattan. When I seen that he was scared of water, he said, Mommy, it kind of, you know, they drowned him in the sewer, and he's like, Mommy, it, 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 it turned yeah. me off. Well, the movie that you're talking about, that's the actor from that movie, so Derek Mears. Okay. Yeah, he's he's the he's the Jason actor and the one that you just saw. That was the first one you ever seen his face, too, wasn't it? Cause that one no. Like- They've seen him in the face in a bunch uh, of them. Okay. Yeah. So the the mask, the hockey mask, doesn't come into play until the third one, I think. Uh, so I know you're into scary. So this is your thing: scary movie, boxing. Man, boxing. So let's, let's get this right: fighting, fighting, and then scary movies. You know what's so funny is that a couple of shows ago, I had my buddy uh, Extreme Jose. He's a producer for King Five. Uh-huh. He came over. And he really wanted to talk about the shoes. And yeah. he was talking, he was asking me, like, do you like the whole shoe culture? Like, do you like everything that goes along with it? And you know what? I had to honestly say no. no. I don't. I don't care what I wear. I don't care what shoe goes with what. Yeah. Like, I don't need the accessories. It's like, I don't need everything to be I in mean, play. Car- Carlos, <clears throat> I, I, I hear that. Now, I could say you might not care about what you wear, but your shoe game since you've been working at the shop <laughs> is crazy. Like literally, man, you got Travis Scott eyes with pink laces upstairs, bro. I do, but that's how they came. No, 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 bro. Listen, <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. But whatever, we're saying, these are these yeah. are heat. Like, you got another Travis Scott over there to the frag. There's a few. Come on, man. You got the Travis Scott sixes. I have the Travis Scott the the sixes. The six. Come on, the man. The fours. The lows. Oh, you got the four. Oh, you did get the fours. Yeah. I yeah. No, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new. But that's the thing, though, is that I like I like that stuff just in and of itself. Uh-huh. I don't need everything else that accompanies it. Like, well, what are you speaking to? We need to, we got to get direct on this one, man. I, well, I'm taking offense because I don't know. I don't know if you're kind of like in the window taking a shot at me you know, subliminally. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no. The way that I said chill out. That I'm yeah. a mega nerd. No, yeah, for sure. I am a mega nerd in absolutely everything else. Like yeah. I like things in and of themselves yeah. without necessarily taking on everything that accompanies it. With the culture of it. So basically. for example, for the for the shoes, mm. I don't care if I have essentials anything. I don't care if I have yeah. supreme anything. I don't yeah. care if I have bape anything. Okay, okay, see that time. Once again, we got a timeout, bro. I'm sitting in a supreme seat, Carlos. Come on. We like, I have two of them. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, at some point, like, I, I hear you. And I, but, you know, but this is the thing of life, right? Everything's a contradiction. Like, Yeah. Almost. And it's mostly because I knew that I was going to have people who thought it was cool. Uh, good recovery. But I've already thought about trading them in. No, you're a great, great to, recovery. To do bro. something. Great recovery. It's uh, like I, like th- like the stuff that I have, like this poster here. I, yeah, I got that one signed by all of the performance, the performers from a cabaret uh, last Halloween. Okay, like to me that is super cool. No, that's, then that's I have I I like toys, so it's like I have toys of my two favorite movie hosts. What movie is this from? It's he's a his name is uh, Joe Bob Briggs, and he's a movie reviewer. He's a writer oh, okay. uh, and a movie host. Okay. I mean, I, so is my stuff contradictory? Yes. Yes and no. It is. Yeah. It's yes and no. It's random, 
but I just I just like this stuff for what it you know, even with this horror stuff, right? I just yeah. we just got back from Friday through Sunday at Crypticon, which yeah. is the Northwest premier horror convention. Where was it at? At SeaTac. Okay. It's right across from the airport at okay. the Double Tree. At the Double Tree. Oh yeah. Okay. And so my wife and I have been going for uh, ten years, maybe. Okay. And I love horror. I love horror. Mo- I mean, everything about horror. But I don't do the cosplay. I don't do. You don't the, dress up. I don't do the dress up. I don't get like I don't get super super into it. I like. I like it for the stuff that I like. And I don't the, need all of the other stuff. Back to the back to the original point. <laughs> you only like it for what you like it for. Pretty much. And uh, then there are but even that, there is pressure to like everything that goes into other stuff, right? Yeah. It's that it's that pressure. I mean, even you know, you're very coordinated. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, that yeah. you that is important to you. Yeah, you sure. value that. Yeah. And does do sometimes do I think, oh, you know what? Everyone around here puts at least two minutes worth of thought into their outfit, into their outfit. That's how you're feeling when you're at the shop. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes I think, should I? And then I just say, no, I shouldn't. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to wear my shorts from Old Navy. <laughs> hey, no, no. And I'm going to wear my shirt that has a an evil looking gentleman on it. Uh, for sure. No, um, yeah. You but know, this is my way from. You know what? It's not that I'm taking shots, but it is my way of th- thumbing. No, no, no. I, I I love the fact that you relish in being different, man. That's uh, you know what? That's our. That's one of our common connections, right there. <laughs> it's being a little bit. It's like, yeah. Uh, you got to keep them guessing a no, little bit. For sure, for sure. It's like I already say crazy things that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, maybe might not be taken. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think the mo- one of the most interesting things I heard, I think when I was at the shop, no, the other day, the, when you intervened. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. What? So what do you tell me about that? What do you think? So, so, so I come to the shop. So I, mind you, I'll come to the shop and they say, so the, the story is crazy. You intervened. <laughs> so they say you intervened. Uh, so it was a domestic dispute, apparently. No, what it was, was what I think happened was that. So th- there was a woman in an SUV uh-huh. who probably got in the way of a guy trying to leave the the gas station. Okay, seventy six. So we're talking about Broadway. by the way they were parked. She was parked directly in front, and he almost was hitting her. Okay. So what I think it was is that she pulled up quick. He almost hit her, and then words were exchanged. Oh, so there was two people in a car. There was one lady in an SUV uh-huh. solo, and then the guy. There was a girl. He had his girl okay. in the car. Okay. But the guy from the car was arguing with the woman from the other SUV from the, from the SUV. And so then you came in, de-armed the guy. Well, you de-armed the guy. The see, that's what I'm saying. This is how the story came in when I came to the shop. I did not de-arm him. You de-armed him. <laughs> you almost got. You said you could have got shot. That there was a, a, it was embellished quite a bit by the time you had gotten there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, what real, what what happened was that I was walking across Pike, mm. and I heard two people yelling at each other, the most horrible of things. Yeah. And then I turned and looked, and this guy with the closed fist hit the woman in oh. the face. Oh shit! Whoa. With a real punch, 
it wasn't a sl- I mean, not that even a slap is okay. No, that's it not wasn't okay. a slap. It wasn't a push. It was a full on right. Now, 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 let me get this clear. It's never right for a man to hit a woman. I, I do not condone. It, I was, don't. it was wrong. I don't condone. It was wrong. Know? But was it, hey, was it like a right cross or like an overhand right? Yeah, a overhand right. It's overhand right. Because he was shorter than her. So he had to come down with it. Yeah. Um, so okay. he went He went like this. Oh, she, and it connected? she took it, man. Yeah, she connected. He connected. He she uh-huh. she didn't uh-huh. knock her down, but no, it it yeah. connected. Uh-huh. It connected, and she got a strong chin. <laughs> and shout out to just, the strong women. Yeah, but she just kept on yelling at this dude, and then um, uh, that's not cool. No, not at all. Not in the least. Not at all. Not in the least. So I I thought nope. That's not cool. So I walk over there. Luckily, I was way bigger than the guy. Yeah. Not that that really mattered, but yeah. he came maybe up to here to me. So no, billion dollar. No, this is the $64 million question. If it came to it, was you going to exchange a right cross for, with him? But there was no reason. I had no fear of that because there was no reason. But what I'm saying, I'm saying in the event that he would have been like, oh. hey, you don't know what the hell's going on. And he would have hopped in the stands. What if you hopped in the South Paul stands on you? What would have been the reaction to Carlos? I mean, so th- what I would have done is had to decide, do I want to drop the tacos that I have in my hand? Because <laughs> I had just come from Rancho and I had great a plug. bag of tacos. Great plug. That was a great plug. <laughs> I know that's a, I know, I know it was a great plug, man. I mean, I was hungry. Shout out to the sponsor. So if, I mean, if he had, if I had seen that kind of aggression, yeah. I would have said something like, man, I just want to, I, I just want peace and I'm going to, I want to go eat my tacos. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So would I have taken it further? Probably not. But maybe by this time, the other person would have gotten some sense and then sure. left. But sure. probably not because she was still very angry. So then the guy, I turned to the guy and I said, I said, dude, you can't, you can't do that. I was like, you're a man. Like yeah. I just kept on saying, you're a man. You, you can't do that. For sure. And then he turned to me and he goes, look at my lip. And she must have connected first because this dude did have a, <laughs> this dude did have a bloody lip. Shout out to the strong women, man. Up top, I don't. He, I'm still a, not a fan then, of him and her, but I'm glad she got her lip. And then I said, uh, "I said, man, you're fine." <laughs> I said, "You're okay." It's like, let's move on here. So as soon as he saw me and I ex- and I exchanged those words with him, yeah. he got into his car and he left. Okay, I, I think great job, I, Carlos. I, 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 I want to say that I think I said people are out here with their phones. Yeah, it's like because people would rather just record something than intervene. Then I mean, no, for sure. I don't know. It's sensationalism. And uh, then, yeah. but the, I mean, this woman was really, really angry. Like she did not want to let it go. But no, Carlos, this one, excuse me, this one I'm confused at. Where did when I got to the shop, the story was what you could have got shot. Now, how did this narrative even get in here? Well, I mean, I think I did say that at the beginning because you never know. <laughs> no, no, you but I mean see, it led me to believe that maybe you seen a flash of a gun, maybe there was a gun threat. Nah, that was my hyperbole. Hyperbole. That was my little uh No, for sure. Little uh It kinda happens a embellishment lot. Embellishment to to stories. Yeah. But everything else was verbatim verbatim okay everything else was verbatim um so then so then this the you know he leaves and then a couple seconds later i think that this woman wanted to run like hit his car because she burned rubber out of the gas station and then she jumped over this little median that's in between the gas like just right there on broadway yeah she jumped it with her left tire and then came back. Like she was driving super aggressively, but by this time another car had gotten in the way of them. Yeah. So she just 
couldn't do anything. But what do you what what are your thoughts on that? Was I just being too nosy? Should I have just left it alone? Um, like what would you do if you saw Oh my goodness. What I, would you do if you saw a guy full on hit a woman in the face with Not cool. Um I don't think I would have took the diplomatic approach like you. I probably would have I would have went in there hot on the guy. Um, just because you know, man, I have I have daughter, you know, I have a mother, you know what I mean. So at the end of the day, you know, I understand I'm here to protect women. I love women, man. So I don't know. I might would have came in a little hot, man. Especially how I seen that connect with the woman. I would have came in a little hot. I don't think, but see, I wouldn't have had tacos. So <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I wouldn't have tacos. So I wouldn't have to worry about me dropping my tacos, man. I mean, tacos are it's like I don't know that you that, know they were busy. Rancho but, but, was busy, so it's like, do I want to? It's a, I would have thought, do I want to drop my tacos and then have to go back to no, Rancho after all this for is sure. over? Now, it's a sticky situation, man, because nowadays you don't know. You know, I, you know, my first thought would be to intervene, man, but still, I still got to be cautious, man, because, you know, I don't want to right. run up and then, you know, this, you know, somebody flash a pistol. Yeah, you never know. You know, so, yeah. Even it, if this was the middle of the day, broad yeah, daylight. It doesn't matter anymore. Tons of people. That yeah, should, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's 2022, man. That shit doesn't matter anymore. So, yeah, I would have been cautious, man. But, you know, I would I would have I would have uh, cautioned on the side of uh, helping the woman come to her defense in some type of in some type of form. So I would have took your thing. I would have took your stance. I might. But, you know, my stance wouldn't have looked like I probably would have been a little more abrasive. Just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been a little more abrasive. Man. That's kind of, yeah. Well. I don't I, know how that would have turned out. Right. I don't know how it would have turned but out. But you think that you would have no, stepped if I, in. If I would have seen a guy full on right across a woman, I probably, and I seen it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, you for know sure. what's so funny is that I started to think, what would if I had seen the woman hit the guy? <laughs> I don't think I would have done no, it. No, not at all. I mean, come on, we're conditioned. But that's sexist. That yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, it, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I would, I would have laughed at the shit. I probably would have. See, I would have been like the guys you complained about. I would have broke out my phone. I'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't recording. Hold on, one more time. No, no. <laughs> but no, I definitely wouldn't have been like, hey, let me help this guy. <laughs> you know, someone, some. Someone called me for after sharing that story. Mm-hmm. Someone called me a, and I'm I'm uh, debating whether I should say this or not. Uh oh. Someone called me a hoe saver. Yeah, they call you Hector the hoe protector. Is so, that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> no, when when they call when I didn't really know what to think at first. Yeah, I mean it, it's two different cultures. See, that's that's what it is. It's two two different cultures clashing there, man. But. Uh, Outside of culture, I started to unpack it. Huh. And then even even, <laughs> even on top of that, I shared this story with a few of my friends over the over the weekend. With the, what was it? What was it? What was the overall consensus? of Not of good story? on e- the person who said that. E- everybody said most people say you should have managed your own business. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, the, con- the general's consensus was you that right first thing. of all. It's cr- you're crazy it's for him. getting involved. Yeah, I'm talking about being called <laughs> Hector the Hope Protector. That's funny. <laughs> they didn't say Hector part, but no, 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 See, that's no, 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 no. Where I'm from, that's what we call him. Why Hector? I, I know, I know, I know, I know, man. This, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. I know it's kind of uh, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. But we're talking. I mean, I, I'll skip over. Listen, that. but listen, listen, man. It's, hey, it's not a. It's not malicious when I say that. No, I no, I understand. Because <laughs> now I even thought about that before. Like, whoa. But the consensus was that having that mentality, mm-hmm. it's just wrong. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, we need more of that in this world. I mean, to be totally candid, man, we need. You know, it's a lot of people. Don't be one of the people that record a bad thing going mm-hmm. on. I think I, I get upset when I be seeing stuff on on camera. It's like everybody sat here and watched with their camera out instead of not one person. Instead of one, yeah, one, just one. one it took person. one person. Just think of one person would have helped George Floyd. Right. Just think of one person just would have had the courage to be like, "Hey, no, exactly." No, put the, and uh, then you know what? It. I'm the person who's gonna do, like I'm. Yeah. I from this story. Yeah. Real, I have a dozen. No, for where sure. I no. stick my nose into stuff that I probably shouldn't. No, but luckily it hasn't come back to bite me in the butt. But I mean, I mean, man, you're blessed and highly favored, man, because like you know that you're somebody's guardian angel. <laughs> I don't know about that. Man. I mean, yeah, it's like there's perspective. Some, it's perspective. There's some things that it's just. So the, um, there's this uh, documentary that I uh, have seen from a. She's an art she's i think she's a writer from new york like she's super fran something or other uh-huh. but she has a documentary called pretend we live in a city and she starts it off by saying i wish that people who lived here when they're how they behave yeah. they pretended they were in a city with other people <laughs> which is just basically said behave yeah. like pretend you have to you're in this social structure where we do have a social agreement to behave in a certain way Pretend you live in that yeah. and treat people that way. Yeah, but see that you know that, that's while the the idea of that sounds great, but that would mean that everybody had a monolithic experience in life, and that's just not realistic. Yeah, I you mean, know what I mean? The, the, we all come in different. You for know. sure, for sure. So everybody's moral compass isn't heading yeah. in the right direction, and that's the world we live in. And, you know, so I, I mean, although you know, in a perfect in a perfect time, you know, you want every Samaritan to help everybody yeah. in a hard time, but that's not what we live in. No. And so. You know, it's easy to be judgmental on that because, you know, some people, I, you know. Right. But at the same time, you know, you got to gotta be careful because everybody's experience is different. So, it you is. know, I might value my life and, and value getting home to my kids and getting home to my family and getting home to my responsibilities. So although I would like to help in the world that we live in, I have to kind of weigh my options. Right. Like, hey, I can stick my neck out here, but who's going to stick the neck out for my responsibilities? Yeah, I If know. things go left. So, I mean, you know, I mean. So it's just that thing, you know, it's like I try not to be too judgmental, man, because yeah. I can kind of see both sides of the coin. I, I've thought about it. But we need more of you. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Because at the same it's token, weird. I'm a piece of work. Uh, I mean, as we all are. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, that's, that's that's the beautiful thing of life. It, it was it was really interesting. It's yeah. the. Well, see, I'm not even smart enough to know that if that was said as an offense. Which one? The Hector, the Hope. You know what? I want to put that on a T-shirt. Wait, Hector the Hope T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> if I put that on a T-shirt and wore it, how crazy would that be? It'd be crazy as hell. Uh, no, it'd be crazy as hell. I mean, because, you know, now I got to think about it. If you go to your community, they might, you know, they might not feel too too hot about that. Ah, my community's then, not big here. But then if you come to my community, it'll be like, hey, they'll embrace you. But, hey, look at Hector the Hope T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? So you got you to gotta think. And what, so, so your community, they would think it was funny. They think it's funny as hell. Okay. No, I'm no. Gonna do it. Yeah, do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But you know, <laughs> no, for sure. We have an audience member, and I'm really curious to ask my audience member if you saw the dude walking around with the T-shirt that said Hector the Hope Protector. What would you think? I would mind my business. <laughs> I'm not nosy. 
Smart. Well, would you chuckle or smirk or scoff? Interesting. Well, it depends, to be honest, because I feel like the way somebody looks and who who's wearing the shirt has a different perspective. Ah, me, a fat Mexican. <laughs> 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 All right. See that? Hey, I'll do it for a laugh. No, listen. I'll, if you were, you know, I, I don't suggest wearing it to the shop. <laughs> I would wear it to the shop. I know you would. No, 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 no listen. I totally know you would. But as the official, I wore this today. No, but as the official brand ambassador, I can't. Con- I can't condone these type of things that go on at the shop. So I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I would think it would be highly hilarious. <laughs> I don't, well, you know what? But the, so the reason that why I would do it is because my best self-defense mechanism is taking jokes or things that people say about me and then embracing it and then repackaging it and just throwing it right back out. No. Like that, that nothing makes a people more angry than knowing that whatever you're trying to make fun of someone doesn't work, doesn't work. And actually I'm going to take it, laugh at it because I mean, if it's funny, then take it in as well. And then it's mine now. Yeah. So I now will forever be, (laughs) No, for sure, for Actor, sure. the whole protector. That is, the fu- that is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, well, well, to finish off on this question, on, on this topic. Okay. Man, one of the persons that I told this to is a sociology know-it-all. Oh, what, what did he say? And, well, she. Oh, she, like, she. She went pretty down into... She got deep on you. She got really deep into how this is systematic of this and systematic of that and why we have issues with this and why issues still remain on this. And then, I I mean, at that point, I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to get too deep into here. And then I said, it it was, she went a little too deep. And then, uh, but ultimately, I just ended up laughing because it is, it is pretty funny. No, no, it was hilarious when I came into the shop and heard it. So, yeah. All right, enough of this. Enough okay, of this all right, all right. We're back on track. We're, back on track. We're back on track. So, um, tell us what you have been up to since the last time we spoke. Oh my God, I don't even think we have enough time for that. Um, for the um, the short condensed version, um, promotion company, man, we really been promoting events. Um, I think we're at five to date. You know, we like to call ourselves five and oh, man, we um, we started off our first one uh, last Mother's Day. So, oh, well, before that. What was the first one? Tell me about the first, the first one. one. The first one was um, Mother's Day weekend last year, uh, 2021. So it was still the pandemic. Uh, we threw it in Ballard. And so uh, we threw it at Ballard at this place called the Cathedral. Nice, great aesthetics right there, kind of by the Manor Door. It's literally a block away from the Manor Door in, uh, in Ballard. So it's uh, so so the 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 brands, the brains. The they got together. So we got together. We got together and said, you know what? Um, we all condensed. We all came together at first for the music. You know, so, you know, I, um, I, I had a music company. I, I, well, I still have a music company. You know, I manage artists. And so then my my friend, who's the CEO of BAG, uh, D Black, he he had an artist. And so we was like, hey, listen. And he had a record label. And so we was like, man, how do we do, how do we can combine all our resources, all our influence to bolster everybody's brand. Okay. And so then that's when uh, Members Only, which is my, the CEO is uh, Sam Sosa, which is another one of my business partners in the RBM, Rich Bag Members, which is three companies, my company, Rich Regionaire, you know, Bag and Members Only. Okay. All together. So we say we want to bring the merch, the entertainment, the music, our influence, and our brand under one house, like Coca-Cola. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how Coca-Cola has Sprite, 
and has Bart's root beer and has all Dasani and all this stuff. And no matter, you know, even if you don't like Coca-Cola. Yeah, there's something for you. There's something for you. And Coca-Cola reaps all the benefits. And so we thought, how can we do that? As well as, you know, three, um, to be candid, man, three black black businessmen coming together, be able to work together. Yeah. You know, and and, and change that narrative. And so we came together and we thought, okay, so we came together for the music. And so we're, we're thinking we're at the we're at the table and say, man, how do we get more attention on our brand? You know, on this brand, this new formerly rich bag members, this new form. How do we get the attention on there? And we say, you know what? Let's throw events to make people aware of the brand. So, do you guys have brainstorming sessions often? Every Thursday. Every Thursday, you guys come every, together. Every Thursday, we come in person, man. We come in person. We meet in the conference room at my place on the 40th floor. And we sit there, man, and we we hash out ideas. I mean, through the whole week, we're, we're, we're communicating. But yeah. that Thursday is the in-person check-off list, deliverables, new ideas introduced, progress of where we're at with the old ideas. And we lock ourselves in a conference room, man, until we get actionable actions done. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a— uh, Man, you—I would want to listen to that. It's interesting. Uh, we, we just—we got a new—we just got an assistant two weeks in. She's our lifeblood. I promise you, in two weeks, she has organized our company— Tenfolds, nice, easy, keeps us on track. Because I mean, kind of like how you know we just we got lost in that story you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got lost there. Yeah, you know that, but no, no, we <laughs> tend to wrangle it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it tends to get like that in a thing. It'd be so many right. great ideas, you know, and it's it's kind of you know to bring us back in to stay focused to like prioritize because like you know we got a lot of things a going moderator. on. Yeah, so that's you know, sorry, man. She's so she also has to be. I mean, she also has to be familiar with what each of you are doing what the resources are because ideas are great but some ideas are just a little bit past what is feasible some ideas maybe aren't in line with what with where we're going i mean if you know the mission statement of what the definitely definitely core is you know like she has to know which ideas to help like guide you to to say all right these are the ones that we have you know, substance to him and can move forward. Yeah, for sure. She does that a lot. I mean, you know, and we're we're all conscious of that. You know, we also know that a lot of great ideas, but we also try to make sure that every idea ties into what we're existing, what we're doing, and where we're going. Yeah. So everything that we do, in essence, fuels everything else. So the the, the events fuel the music, which fuels the merch, which fuels the you know what I'm saying the events. Yeah. Which fuels every individual brand. Because mind you, Rich Bag Members is three different companies under one house. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, so, you know, if I do a motivational video, I'm going to have the, you know, you see, I, I stay with It all go together. It all right? goes together, man. And it's making sure that each part of the business is feeling another business, That's man. That's what Apple does. Exactly. Hardware, I mean, software. Amazon. Store. Amazon. Facebook. I mean, you look at any any successful business and they have their tentacles and a little bit of everything. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, everything's going to drive, everything's advertisement. Right. And, and it's brand awareness. If I can make you aware of my brand, maybe you're not in the music, but you're in the fashion. Yeah. So if I got some hot merch, some hot fashion, that'll bring you into my brand. And then now if you bring in the brand, you say, well, you're going to get curious because everybody wants to know the story behind the brand. Sure. And so when you get behind the story, like, well, hold up, these guys do music too? Well, maybe I might check them out. Right. And now there you go. You got a new thing. Or maybe you're not in the music or fashion, but you're into having a good time and you're throwing good events. Well, guess what? We throw great events. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we throw great events. And so once again, it's bringing the, 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 attention back to the brand yeah all right you don't like events you like music so now we got hot music so it just once again understanding the power of branding and all coming together to make sure that it all feels together like i said i'm a brand ambassador so i make sure that whatever i do man i plug in you know soulmates i plug in bag you know i, I wear it on the walking billboard once again it's brand awareness yeah. just understanding the power of influence and um 
you know, all of us have our, our own individual influence kind of big in the city. So it's like, hey, how do we garner that? And how do we, we you know, we funnel that all in one direction to maximize it, you know? Because right. if I just did it for my brand and my partners just did it for their brand, yeah, we'll all get some significant traction, but it can never be as much as we're all together. As a whole. Yeah, so, as a, you know, as, as, a, as a team, as a, a team. collective. You know, if I poke you with one finger, yeah, it might hurt, but if I punch you with this closed fist, right. it's going to hurt way more. It will. Yeah, <laughs> don't punch me. No, I'm not gonna punch you. I'm not gonna punch you. No, but I'll cry. No, no, no. no I highly doubt that. But, <laughs> but no. So yeah, that was the that was the mission behind you know forming the whole thing. And so, like I said, we, our first official as a team was last Mother's Day. We put on an event, and we owned the whole process because it was at a peer space. So we had to hire. You know, we had to hire a secure. peer space. Does that mean just like a so it's a, a so it's a venue a warehouse? Yeah, no, no. It's so peer spaces. It's like open venue. So like Seattle Art Museum is a peer space. You can rent it out for a, a minute, like five hours, and you pay. And so for those five hours, you have a run of the place. You know, of course, with the parameters inside of what they put up. But yeah. for that, you have free run, meaning you own the process. So we um we a peer space. We went to a peer space. It was a cathedral, which I think during the daytime it like serves as like they make candles and like. They serve like wedding receptions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went there and, um, you know. So hold up. Let me, I'm going to pause you there. Come on. So you guys are having your brainstorming sessions. Yeah. Then I'm sure that a whole bunch of ideas come out. But then what I'm guessing is that the return to producing events keeps on popping up. Yeah. Keeps on popping up. Because it's brown awareness. How do we get, okay, we're doing music. We're doing entertainment. Yeah. And we have merch. Like we have all these things. But how do we say that? This is all together now through. And then you you envision that being through a party, through yeah. an event. Yeah, we, we envision being through a party event to make it aware because where can we get as many people under one roof for, for one cause? Yeah. And that they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to enjoy themselves. They're going to enjoy themselves. They're going to enjoy themselves. They're so going to they're going to make finally found this one place. How many places did you go to before you found this before one? this cathedral? I think it was pandemic, man. We went to like eight different places mm-hmm. and we were we was the the main focus was aesthetics you know we wanted to make sure that it was somewhere where people felt safe yeah. uh, somewhere. and did you decide mother's day just because that was the next holiday that came up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. we just it, it just felt like okay oh uh, what's the next event it's the easiest thing it's the easiest thing do. i mean i think we feel just just making sure that we, you know not trying to reinvent the wheel you know it's saying hey listen what people is going to be attention they're going to be looking to do something it's mother's yeah. day right. you know mothers are going to look to pop out they want to pop out and have some fun put them little crumb crushers <laughs> <laughs> no but you know you are, you know everybody wants to break and have fun man so we want to put something on for the mothers man because you know we all have mothers yeah and so you know we said you know what mothers day would be a great thing man people are looking for something to do and so man we popped out we popped out man we put on an event at the, at the cathedral man we owned the whole process like i said it really forced us to like our first thing was like we yeah. really had to do work. We had right. to hire security. You know, we had to we had to stock the bar with bottles. We had to find license and uh we had license and insure bartenders. Yeah. License and insure who are licensed. Now who are licensed and insured. Yeah. We had to um find license and insure security. You know, we had to find a plethora of alcohol. You know, a good thing we're resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> Great thing we're resourceful. So I mean then, you know, we had to market it. We had to find people, you know, I mean so it forced us to think about so many different levels of the business. There's a lot of moving parts. A, a lot of moving parts. And so like, not only we thought all that, but for to have our first event to be success and, yeah. you know, and to be candy, you know, we it's a hip hop event mainly. So, you know, what comes with that, man, it comes, you know, a whole lot of 
disruptiveness. Yeah. Yeah. But for have that, where there was not even an argument, not even a fight. Everybody came out and enjoyed themselves. It was like our first one. We we hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, we're on to something. And then the feedback, just for the feedback, because like it was COVID, so we were supposed to stay. We were supposed to stay under this number, right? I right. think it was like. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to. Yeah, I don't know the number. You don't, you don't have to. No, no, go listen to details. No, no. So, all I can say is, you know, the the, the staple of a good party is if it gets shut down, right? You know, people are going to remember that. But it didn't get shut down for any violence. It got shut down, man, just due to COVID and that crazy thing. Yeah. You know, so thank God we're out of that out of that phase of COVID. But I mean, yeah, it, we came off. We hit the, we hit a home run. So when you say success, what are you measuring that? What's your your metrics for measuring that? Is it monetary? Is it a pos- just a positive experience? Is it that you no. know no no Nobody. nonsense happened? I mean, it's a collection of a lot of things. First of all, we are a viable business, so monetary right. has to be one of the things that deems us successful. But more than that, man, it's the vibe and the energy that we was able to provide. Um, it was able to, you know, like I say, coming from the genre, we come from the hip hop, the urban. You know, for it to be not only financially successful, for it to be, you know, aesthetically successful and also no violence, no no mischief, no stereotypes of what comes with those type of things. Yeah. You know, and us to be basically rookies. We, yeah. that we hadn't thrown anything, you know what I mean? But to see that our mission statement was to combine our resources, was to combine our influence and for us to do those things and pull off all these things to make money provide a safe place for people to come have fun and for them to return home safe as they came in. Yeah. It, so how long did it take you to plan this start to finish? Start to finish. Um, yeah. To be honest, the first one took about, I mean, first to finish, it took about two months of planning, which is to be to, quietly to Frank, not enough time. It, that, I mean, that, yeah, that seems. No, it's not, not enough time. time. It's not enough time. So like, you know, we caught, you know, I mean, at this point, we're five and zero, man. So, not, you know, so right. we are five events. I mean, you probably have it down a little bit more. And- yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's just like life. Each, any each time you do something, man, you with do repetition. You, do you go back now and say, "We wish we had done this." Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I I believe you should visit that man if you want to be successful, man. We yeah. we we'll watch the tapes and you know we see where we can get better at, it. and I think that's why we had continued success. I don't think I know that's why we had continued success. Right. You know, that's why we can have a. You know, now when you see RBM on a flyer, you're going to link it to it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great turnout. So who was the artist for the Mother's Day for the first one? So for the first one, we actually did not have a headliner for the first one. We did in-house. We did everything in-house. And that's what that's what it was like. Wow. So what does that mean? So in-house. So we use our DJs. You know, we use RBM DJs. Oh, okay. We use um, we we drove the the uh, the advertisement with our collective influences. And um, it was just our name and okay. our brand and our DJs. And you know what? It was a hit. Beautiful. So, so that it was like, wow. But so being being the astute businessman we are and the creative thinkers, we said, how do we one up this? Right. Like now, you know, this was our ceiling. We want to make it our basement. And so the second one is when we reached out to um, a popular DJ, um, RJ. He's a DJ, he's a DJ from Detroit. You know, he, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. RJ, what, RJ Lamont. Yeah. Yeah, remember he came to the shop. He actually yeah, came to the shop. Yeah, so we, we met him through the music. Through one of our artists had got some beats from him. You know, saying both of our artists had got some beats from him. So we had already a working relationship before that. And so then we say, you know what, man, how do we one up the Mother's Day thing? And man, so, this feels like just like the other day, and you've done five already? Five, man, five. So, yeah, so we did, yeah, we did the one at the cathedral. We did two at stage. The when four, is Mother's Day? Mother's Day, it just passed. 
So it's a year. May. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a year. It's so been a year. It's every six weeks or so. Every six weeks. I mean, we've been um No we, wait. No, 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 no. We've every been t- every t- uh two months. Almost two months. Every yeah. almost two months we've been going crazy. It's the wine. Yeah, no, don't worry about it, man. I, no judgment zone <laughs> so, here. So 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 you're still on that two month planning cycle for sure yeah um, except that now you have things more streamlined now it's more streamlined so now more streamlined now it's uh growing our our, our basement now we're trying to expand our our our, our what can i say our demographic that's right. the best way to put it you know it's like you know we know i mean i think with us we come from the urban area um you know we all have influences like i say from that area man so it kind of it kind of passes the stats in that genre because you know our peer influence can kind of help us on the back end with marketing yeah. Well, I mean, when you say expanding your demo, nothing says that more than your next one. The next one, the EDM show, man. You I surprised s- me when you said EDM. <laughs> no, listen. I said EDM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's crazy. But I mean, we live in Seattle, Washington. So, you know, oh, yeah, I, they, think, they I, think this, I think smart business, you know, a smart, viable, successful business understands the demographic they're in. Right. And not so much the demographic of our head. Well, I mean, you have to step outside of yourself because it's not all what you like. It's what the it's what the consumer it's likes. It's what the consumer likes. And like, hey, listen. And again, another Steve Job. Uh, come on, you know, study the grace, man. It's essentially these clues, man. And that's you know, it's like I say, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Not at all. Not at all. Like I'm gonna keep it a wheel. Now I'm gonna put my own twist yeah. on it to where you I can. I mean, know it's there wheel. are people who do want to reinvent, and that's perfectly fine. But if you want something uh, that repeats itself, then yeah, if you want sustainability, I mean, you just gotta. No. I mean, if you're trying to do a one-off thing where you're just focused all on this one thing and yeah. you're not looking to do another one. Yeah. If you're not looking to duplicate by any me, by all means, fo- I mean, reinvent the wheel. But if you want a business that churns out product and services, yeah. stick with what works longevity and move on. Yeah. Because you stick with what works, but you put your own twist on it, man. That's creativity. Yeah. You know, it's just like with dressing, like we can have the same shoes on, but it's how I wear my shoes. That right. It's going to make mine. I look, look like a homeless person with nice shoes on. You look like. <laughs> I mean, I don't say a homeless person. Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, oh, today I look like homeless. Well, I look like. You, you look like. My a, hair is not tied back, so I definitely look yeah. like a homeless person. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. No, I, ju- I just shaved a little bit ago too. So when I have a big old white beard. Yeah, man, I, heard, I sent you a few times unshaved, man. You, long you, thing. Yeah, you kind of you kind of give me a uh, uh, Liam Nelson from Gray Vibes. Well, you know what? The, me being able to grow like a real proper beard is uh-huh. relatively new within the last five six years uh, you said you had the patches you before said- that it was very very patchy yeah but i don't know i'm I, going through my second puberty i guess yeah i went through the same thing man you know i said where it's now i can yeah like, i get this good beard going yeah well anyway we got to see we got sidetracked again yeah. what's your assistant's name uh, Helena. See, we need her here. Yeah, no, we need her here. I most definitely. No, no, man. Listen, she. Well, I say, man, she's the most. She's the MVP of the squad as the now, and she's only been on for two weeks. Oh, perfect. Like I said, she's ten X's in two weeks. I'm, perfect. Like you know, this EDM show, man. I mean, it, it's it's a new frontier for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's gonna be a supernova. You're, it's a crazy venue. You know, when I asked you to be on, I said, man, I'm going to just ask a whole bunch of questions on how does this work. Yeah, come on, shoot, and, shoot fire. No, but. You, you are the answer to that question is the answer to getting almost anything done. Yeah, like just do it. No, just do it, man. I mean, you know, I'm a doer. Like I, as much as I'm a talker, you know, I'm, I can quite talk a lot. 
But I, you know, I also believe in doing, man. Actionable actions. Yeah. No, actually, when I have an idea, man, I, I got to promise to myself. When I have an idea, right. as soon as I get the idea, I do one action towards that idea. And once I do that, it, it unlocks the second idea. Right. And I mean, the second step and so on and so on. So I don't get too caught up if there's 21 steps. I don't get caught up I'm like, damn, what's 19 going to look like? No, I just focus on the one. Right. And then the one shows me two. How to go. And then two shows me three. Right. And so on and so on. So I mean, a lot of people get so stuck in, I mean, it, uh, you know, in my sales career, when we would have weekly sales meetings and I would have to run a report on the sales in my territory and say, yeah. okay, you know, I sold 2.1 mil this year yeah. and it was separated into these products, into this quantity per product. Mm -hmm. And in this region, you know, I would do all of my reports. Then my sales manager would say, what does that mean? Early on in my career, I would just stumble and not really know how to answer. Yeah. And he would say that he would call that the paralysis of analysis. Analysis paralysis. I was going to, I swear to God, I was going to say that before he said yeah. that. Yeah. He and would I say, you're getting stuck. You're getting stuck in the details. And then he would say, you know, then, you know, this was early on in my career. And then, you know, towards the, you know, when I, I learned it fairly simple soon, quickly. Yeah. Because it really is it really does come down to what do you want to do? And, and do then it. like, if do you, you do you, obviously for the most part, people want to have their high end stuff sell more, yeah, but sure. it's probably not as profitable as their lower stuff selling way more. Listen. And I mean, there's a whole, this is a whole sales pipeline, but it can be this whole system of that can be applied to getting things done. No, for because sure. You have to then formulate a plan to how am I going to do that? Listen, man, you don't eat a steak in one bite, do you? No, well, sometimes. Uh, oh, you're, you're a bad man. I'm hungry, but yeah, you're a bad maybe man. five bites. Okay, but. see, but uh, whatever, <laughs> you have to break it down. That's yeah. one big steak. You got to eat it one bite at a time. Right. And, you know, just keeping that mind state on when you're trying to achieve goals. It's like, okay, I got this big goal, but I'm not about to achieve this big goal today. Yeah. But it takes steps, and I'm going to break it down into actual actions where it's, it's understandable. Right. If I'm at the gym, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do 20 reps. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to focus on rep one. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to focus on rep one. I'm going to do five sets of this. So that, yeah. In essence, that's, you know, 500. That's 100 set reps yeah. I'm going to do, but I'm not all trying to do them at one time. And, and I mean, if, is that teachable, though? I mean, it, I is, mean it, is it teachable to tell someone, listen, if, well, first of all, can you teach someone to set goals? For sure. I mean, yeah. I, and I do then it. second. I do it quite often. Well, I mean, there's there's a difference between trying to guide someone to say, this is what I want. Right. But then there's another thing to say, this is what I want within the parameter of, of, uh, of feasibility. Like yeah. you can say, you know, I want to be like, I can say, I want to be a world-class photographer that gets paid 250 K to go and do shots of bikini models in Sandro pay. Um, like I can say that. No, you can say that. But then now, now. But it, is that realistic? I mean, no. it's, it's as realistic. <laughs> as, no, but I mean, it's as realistic if you make it. Now, if you said yeah. no, I mean, but I'm just saying, if you said that, that was your goal. Yeah. And now, are you willing to sacrifice the things it's going to take to sacrifice? Because you can well, say, right. that, that, and there's the thing. Do you really want to do it? Some people are just caught up in the saying of things. Yeah. Hey, I want to be rich because, that, yeah, okay. What but is we that? should also, so I'm a little bit more, you are full on optimistic. 
there's a little bit of cynicism being jaded and pessimistic in me to yeah. where if I hear someone say this lofty idea, mm-hmm. like I won't shoot them down because yeah. I, it's not my place to shoot them down. But yeah. then I'll follow up. No, I'll for say, sure. well, do you have this? Do you have this? And then if the answer is no, then you got- I, I won't say, you know, it's what you're thinking is whack. But I will say is like, then what's your plan? For sure. Right. You have to then follow it up by saying, what is the your plan to do? No, that's a great. That's and a then gr- for the most part, there that's is a no great- plan. And it's just a, it's just an idea, no. which is fine, right? People can have dreams I, and aspirations. You yeah. can have your dream board. Did you ever read the the secret? The secret, most definitely. Dream boards, vision boards. I mean, I've, it's here somewhere. I made I made I made plenty of vision boards, and I've, yeah. I say I follow through. See, I mean, um, with me, excuse me. You know, you gotta think. I come from a, a genre where I was successful selling things I couldn't even market. Yeah. So in that, you know, I learned to, <laughs> I learned a like lot of things. Evil porn. No, no, no. Uh, you know, uh, the details are otherwise not okay. relevant, but, uh, <laughs> but I know, but you know, so, so with that, you have to think outside the box. See, I'm not married to systematic traditional thinking. You know, I'm like water. I can take any form it is. I, I want the successful route. And so I'm not even married to the ideas. I'm married to my goals, but I'm not married to the idea how I, how the goal looks in my head. Yeah. I'm not married to that. I can pivot as long as I feel that the pivot is moving me closer to the needle. Yeah. If it's pushing the needle forward, then most definitely I think this is a feasible pivot. And so um, with that, you know, with that, I, I take that that logic in the in the business and I take that logic in the planning and getting shit done. And like, I want to get it done. Yeah. And I want to and my team depends on me. You know, it's like we have a motto at the at RBM. You know, if it's not a win for you, it's not a win for me. That is powerful, man. You know, and so I take that serious. So and I know that my, my business partners take that serious. So I know they trust me to do what I'm going to do. And so with that. I want to always make them look right. I want to make them look right, but I want to make myself look right. If I if I make something to myself, man, if I say, hey, I'm going to do it, then I'm going to do it because I want to be able to look myself in the mirror next day and say, well, shit, I did it. Man, if you could package that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, it, it, I can, I'm envisioning a lot of people hearing this and completely agreeing. Yeah. But then agreeing and actually putting to practice is worlds apart. No, it's worlds apart, most definitely, because yeah. it's 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 easy to construct a goal. I think this is the the biggest misnomer people don't really you know. It's hey, go go, and everybody can. I can. Hey, I want to go. I want to put on twenty pounds. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's my goal, now let's construct a road to get to that goal. How to get there, and th- there lies the real work. I think we need to. Did I ever tell you that I started a little business called the Sneakers Friend? No, you didn't. I don't. I don't recall. <clears throat> well, you you do talk. We talked about a lot of things, Carlos. Yeah, I got lost in all that. So last year, Comcast. So so I, last year I started this little business called the Sneakers Friend, and I started. I ordered a bunch of product from suppliers, just sneaker cleaner. Yeah, I ordered a bunch. Did a bunch of testing. And then found one that I liked. Mm-hmm. And then with the, those Travis's that you saw up there, yeah. I made them super dirty in the mud and then used my cleaner well, hey, to hey, clean hey, them. Bookmark, bookmark, bookmark. <laughs> Let's stop here. You took a pair of $1,200 shoes. Yeah. And you purposely got them dirty. Yeah, like super dirty. No, super, like mud. Yeah, mud. And then you took a cleaner that you got yeah. offline. I, 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 From a I supplier. Offline. Yeah. Never, ever tried it. No, I tried it with other stuff. Yeah, I I did a preliminary testing with, you know, just 
crappy shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you took, I mean, if you don't mind telling uh, me and the audience, how much did you pay for the Travis Scott's? Uh, you know, I didn't pay a whole lot because they were used. Okay. I paid less than 500 bucks. Okay. But okay. it's still a I mean, less than, I mean, a 500 bucks for a used pair is still. I mean, $500, period. Yeah. I and mean, I had to clean them. I mean, they were beat when I got them. Yeah. They were super beat. <clears throat> yeah. And so, yeah. So I did the testing on them and they came out great. And uh, look, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that. Had you yeah. not told me that? I thought you had bought them in that, in that, in that condition. No, no. They, they were beat. They stunk. So I also tested out a refresher spray. Yeah. Wait, wait, they stunk like inside? Like smoke. Oh, okay. Like big time smoke. Like cigarette smoke. Oh, okay, okay, smoke. okay, okay. Like whoever owned those oh, was so smoked in their bedroom. Yeah, they smoked in the shoe. Well, yeah, they smoked in the shoe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I was I also tested out a refresher spray. Yeah. So uh um so I started this business. I have a website, thesneakersfriend.com. I'm starting up a, a mailing list. Okay. For when I get product in, people get, I don't know, 15% off their first one. I got the packaging all worked out. Okay. So it's all ready to go. I just am not ready mentally yet to place the order for inventory. Why not? This is where... Yeah, well, this is where you and I are different because you would have done this yeah, six months ago. For sure. Right when I thought about it. Here's the kicker. Last year, Comcast had a grant for brown and black business owners, and I applied for this grant. And Mm -hmm. because, you know, before I a big chunk of my business of CZ Media was doing photography and headshots and working Mm -hmm. with other small businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of COVID, I lost I lost two I lost two customers. Mm Um, and then work for one other one went down way a whole ton. So yeah. it did affect it did affect revenue coming in. So I filled out this grant and I, I was approved. I received this grant and it's 10K. 10K. So I have 10K in my bank account. Sitting, waiting for Just, you to order a product. And you still haven't ordered. Sitting there since it was, late October. So this drives me to ask you a question. So you have a business. You have... <clears throat> I, I I assume you have people a, a mailing list already. There's a few hundred people in my mailing list. So you have a few hundred people. You have 10k free money that you don't have to pay back. Yeah. Yet you still haven't ordered. Please, I still haven't. Please ordered. walk me through how this makes any it's sense. It's scary. How does this make any sense? Because in my head, I know exactly how it's gonna go. Oh wait, wait, wait. There, no, there lies a problem that happens with a lot of people in thy head. I know. One of the most you you heard the saying product of our environment. Yeah. Yeah, and so I. I believe I believe that, but I believe it's the biggest environment we're ever going to be in is our head. Yeah. And so sometimes when we're so much in that environment of our head, we talk ourselves up and we talk ourselves down. Right. So you know, and, and that's it's the great power of the mind because the mind can convince you can convince you to either do whatever you want. I know. Or There's not to do it. There's absolutely no reason. There's no reason, bro, for this whole studio to be filled with product and then to be shipping out stuff. There's no reason do, for it. Do you need my help? <laughs> It sounds like a business. You know, my wife the other day asked me, it's like, why haven't you done it? And I'm like, I'm a little ashamed to say, but it's really fear. Like I'm scared. I mean, not scared, scared, but it is a little bit scary because it would be easier for me to say, okay, I put five grand of my own money into buying inventory, 
setting up packaging, doing all of the other things that a small business needs. And it just didn't work. Yeah. Like, I think I, I think I would have done it already if it were my money. But now I was able to convince a major corporation to believe in you, to believe in me in that my proposal for this online business was uh, valid and had legs that they said, here's 10 grand to make it work. Listen. So now if I do it and it doesn't work, it's like, okay, I'm a schmo. No, 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 no. You're a schmo because you got 10K and you and have a business model. You have, hey, uh, it's, it's in a savings account and I've already earned about 33 cents in interest. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> that point that point zero 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 one interest rate you get at your bank. Huh? <laughs> Listen, but the, the thing is, money see, this is the thing is... <laughs> Yeah, no, nowhere near one sale can can <laughs> catapult. One sale is going to catapult what you made. I know. Um, but see, no, that that's the thing is, is is just do it. And you know what? Big business understand getting rich off other people's money. So I hear I hear what yeah. you said, but what I hear is it's like I know the wrong wiring. It's it like, is no 100%. why you would you would go to where there is no loss for you. You have a ten k cushion. I do. So it's like not wait, my money. Not your money. Other people's money is how yeah. you're going to get rich and, have, and grow your business. You think Amazon got rich all of Jeff Bezos' money? Nope. You think Google he got, got rich off of 27 people's money. You hear what I'm saying? It, listen, you think Microsoft got rich all of Bill Gates' money? That's not how it works. That's yeah. not how big business model. But see, it's that frame of when you think that you're a small business. Yeah. At, at any of my businesses, I don't even, that doesn't even enter my head. Small yeah. business, I'm not a small business at all. I'm a scalable business. Right. I'm a big business already. You just don't know. Right. You know, and, and that's how I approach. When we when we do something like, even like with the events, with the aesthetics, you know, with the, who we bring out, how we market it, you know, the price point, um, we're coming like a big business because we are a big business. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're here to stay. So to close up, this is why I wanted to talk to you, because in, you know, hearing you speak about what's going on, I didn't I don't remember hearing a whole lot about your planning. I remember when it started to register to me was the event like the mother's day it's like the event is on mother's day yeah and i'm like oh, okay and then the other one then rj came through i'm like yeah. okay so this is like the second one uh, and it's like i didn't get a whole lot of the the planning but like i don't remember hearing a whole lot about we're gonna do we're gonna do no it's, it's just do we're gonna have yeah it is set for this and then that's what really makes an impact to me yeah that's what in my brain i really uh, grab onto yeah like the i will eh. yeah i there's a lot of that. I mean, you know, yeah. there's a lot of that, especially coming from the community I come through. You always hear these these big dreamers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, I was a big dreamer, man. But, uh, you know, early in life, I start making sure that my big dream is going to be reality. Yeah. You know, and so, so like I said, um, yeah, you don't kind of hear too much of the planet phase because by the time I speak on it, it's actually... It's ready to go. Yeah, it's ready to go. Yeah. It's manifest. So I, basically, know. I just brought you here so that you can pump me up so that... So you can you can use the 10K that's in your savings, <laughs> order the merch, order the thing, and like, what are you talking about? You you can't listen. It's, you it's you have out. listen. You saying have, it out loud it sounds really stupid. Some, that's why we have to say things out loud, and that's why it's important to say our goals out loud, especially to you know our people that we, we care about their opinions because they can hold you accountable. Right. So anytime I have a big thing, like, so I might not say it to the general public, yeah. but to my my close constituents, I'm saying, hey, listen, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And so when I say that it kind of puts the onus right back on me. So right when I know they're going to be like, Hey, yeah. what's going on with. Right. So if you've, I have, I've mentioned this to maybe three, I've talked about it on the show a little bit, but I haven't really spoken about this to anyone in general because I don't want the accountability yet. Cause I'm just not ready for it. 
And because I'm not ready for it, I am choosing to hold it close. Well, well let's unpack this. What's but making you not ready? Just that. What was I mean, that? Just the, if I fail, I am, it should be the opposite. Okay, well, okay, but time out. Do, do you realize that you felt that talking when you first did? Do you feel you felt that walking? These are the things that you do naturally yeah. that you don't even think about. You're proficient at them because no. you fail. So everything that you it success, is, but everything in life that you're successful in, you fail at. So it's completely irrational, illogical. I understand. Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's 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 I just order. Need to do it. Let's order. I have the invoice ready to go because where's I, that? let's bring it up. Let's bring it up right here, bro. Let's go. <laughs> where's the where's the other laptop, man? Drop the <laughs> drop a window on this, man. Like so let's I order guess, something. I guess what I guess what uh, what you. So then now I'm going now that I said it out loud to you, I I'm envisioning you in a week saying, "Have you ordered yet?" Of course. Oh, you you better believe it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be a week. I'm gonna be honest with no, you. No, I have a whole plan for it. It's like I have a whole I have a whole plan. It's Monday. It's it's, uh, it's not just going to be the sneaker cleaner. There's a whole bunch of there's a whole line of stuff, and it's I've already have like the stage two of how it's going to be scaled, which okay. is to. Um, uh, basically uh, blank labeling for other places. Like sure. if other places don't want to go through all of the trouble that I already did. And it's like, here you go. Yeah. Like I already, I did this whole, I mean, I put my business degree to work. This in is great. creating this whole plan. But we can't all get to step two. All that I need two. to do is, do step one. is step one is place no, the order. But once back, when I talked about you, like I told you, if there's 21 steps, I don't focus on 21. Yeah. I don't even focus on two. I know that I'm gonna get there. I'm fully confident, but I'm gonna focus all my energy on one because one's gonna unlock two, yeah, and then two's gonna unlock three. Come okay. on, man, you got now this. Now I feel super obligated. Let's go. Oh, I'm on your It'll ass. It'll work. All right. Well, thank you, I man. You were a huge help. No, man. Thank you, man. And I knew that. I ultimately, I knew that when I started, when we started talking about it, it would be we just did. We figured it out. It's a learning process. Yeah. The that, first, I mean, it, like that, I knew it was going to go. I, I knew that that's how it was going to go. Like uh, there's no secret sauce to anything other than focus, focus determination, and, do it. and then just work. And believe. You just got to believe in yourself and your skills. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I believe in myself. I believe in my team. And so when warriors come up, man, I just focus right back on that belief. Yeah. Belief of self, belief in my goals, and belief that, man, as long as I'm doing what I need to do, it's going to manifest exactly how I want it to. <sighs> yeah, so That should be on a T-shirt somewhere. I know, man. You know, I've got two T-shirts to make. Yeah, yeah. What's the first? <laughs> oh, I'm going to make it. Hey, hey, I'm not responsible for this. Yeah, listen, let me look in the camera. Do not hold me responsible for this T-shirt, okay? <laughs> you see it? You see I got our brand on, man. <laughs> That's a nice one. Yeah, this is this is the one we made for... Um, so uh, there's this rapper called The Pac-Man, and his signature is donuts and, like, chicken and candy. And so when he came up here, we said, hey, you know, we're going to remix our brand to make it inclusive, to make, you know, so we made him one. Yeah. Nice. So there we go. Yeah. Is that a Jordan 6? Yeah, that's a Jordan 6 on there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. Nice, nice, nice. That's my, my favorite Jordan. I know. <clears throat> so uh, do you want to give a shout out to our audience member? Do I? No, I don't think. Oh, she's going to say yes. Oh, she said yes? No. Uh, I think she said no. She, I, think, oh, okay. I think she shook her Are head. Are you sure? No. I think she's sure. I think you got to edit that one out. All right. I, wanna, <laughs> I don't edit. I don't edit content. I just do color grading. <laughs> um, so shout yourself out, all the brands. Where can we find you? I'll put it in the show Hey, notes. man, you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Rich Rillionaire. Um, Rich Bag Members is the, um, at Instagram. is We are on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Uh, check out all of the individual brands, uh, Bag, Ambitious Grind, uh, Members Only, 
all Instagram. Uh, Soulmates206. Check Beautiful. that out. Definitely, man. Uh, hey, shout out the podcast. Thank you for having us, man. You know, um, look us up, man. We also got a nonprofit, Guap Generational Wealth and Prosperity. You know, um, we put on a back to school event last year. Um, passed out 130 turkeys with uh, Bruce Harold, the mayor. He was the mayor elect oh, at the time. Okay. Yeah, um, we gave out actually 130 turkeys as well as the meals. So we didn't just give out turkeys. Um, we best 20 families this last past Christmas with, um, you know, we did everything from toys. We passed out 400 plus toys. Wow. I mean, bikes, um, medical school supplies, coats, shoes. I mean, we gave everything. Beautiful. Yeah, so, man, yeah, we're, um, yeah stay tuned. Stay tuned, man. Stay man. tuned. Definitely. All of that will be in the show notes. Well, again, Rio, thank you so much no, for man. coming. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Uh, you'll definitely be back in show number 20 that you do produced. Uh-oh. Let's go. When you have a dead mouse. <laughs> when you have dead mouse over. <laughs> man, sometimes I don't know what to say. Man. <laughs> uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm on your favorite podcasting app, all of them, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. You could see my beautiful fat face and reels cool. Every look at this million dollar smile guy over here <laughs> on YouTube at CZ Media Podcast. And then don't forget to check out the sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos and Soulmates at 1422 Harvard Ave. They're at Seattle.com. Order online. We ship it out pretty much the same day for sure uh, don't don't forget to do any of that and we'll be back next week adios <laughs>